Eight. Any last words? Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Welcome everybody to Chuck and Lou. Glad to be back. We are going to talk blues. We're going to talk coronavirus. We're going to talk about St. Charles sports. Fall sports. Is school in? Is school out? What's it going to be like? Expectations. Talk about coconuts at the Lake of the Ozarks. STL sports. St. Charles. Yes. Mike Tyson. Cards. Hockey. What else you want? We got it all. Welcome everybody to Chuck and Lou. Wow. Here we are in quarantine again, Lou. Yeah. Still here. Somehow. Somehow we made it. Yeah. I tell you what. Exciting sports, though. We got them back. Somewhat. Yeah, we got three major sports back already. I mean, that's fine. One's probably going to be gone within the next week. Why? Because they don't have a bubble. No doubt. No bubble. Why not the bubble? Uh, they couldn't find anywhere to play. I guess that was in one central location. One's going to be about 110 degrees every day with one field that's indoors. The other has... Their state's just blown up with COVID cases, so that wouldn't have worked out I too mean, well. I mean, you talk about MLB, just what a mess they're making of this whole deal. You know, I tell you what. Anyways, we're going to get into that later. But we have three sports back, and that's that's awesome. We just watched the Blues lose a game with one-tenth of a second left. How does it make you feel? That hurts. It, it really, really hurts. does. You know, I don't really think – I mean, it gets you all fired up, obviously. It's, it's you know, one of those deals. But does this really matter? Yeah, it does. Why? Tell me. Well, okay, so the Blues are in the round robin for seeding, getting top four with them, Colorado, Vegas, and Dallas. And the game versus Colorado is the top two teams in the West entering the playoffs, and it's expected that that whoever won that game would get the number one seed in the Western Conference throughout the playoffs. I mean, who really cares, though? I mean, you're the top four seed. You're going to bank. There's no home field or home ice advantage. Sorry there. But it kind of reminds me of, like, you know, losing a Tuesday night game against a non-conference opponent, like a Zoom all the East. On It's like, who cares? And then Or like a CNR game where you're, like the, you're ranked a two and – all of a sudden, the seven plays you and the two wins because they had a CYC stud who showed up. It's, I mean, I just don't get this round robin. I agree that it's not a big deal when you when they're playing at a central location. However, it's all about it's the NHL did it different this year, where it's all reseeding after each round. Okay, so if you're the two seed and you're playing the, the three seed, does the towel man show up? Does he get a free entry? Do they do they crank Country Road in like it? Um, when you're the home team, possibly, I know they're, I know the seating will be, uh, how they determine that will be how that you determine who's home and who's away. Yeah, I just, I, I just don't get this, you know, the first four. It's, it's hockey. I gave you a minute. We'll move on. We'll get back to it though. But you know, we've been several weeks here. Iggy, what's up? Uh, not too much. You're like a kid in class over there on your phone, <laughs> just trying to figure stuff out over there. No. Um, I hear you're getting a pool. Well. It's it's in, it's in progress. So it's in it, progress. It's, it's really like a, a mud, muddy hole right now. Really? So it's like mud wrestling. Um. Well, we haven't done any mud wrestling. Okay, yet. Lou. Lou, if you had a mud wrestle, who would you mud wrestle? Uh, probably my brother. Your brother? Just kind of kind of get him going. Iggy, probably brother-in-law Mike, maybe or yeah, maybe Mike or, yeah. or maybe you. I don't know. Maybe, just get me down there. Maybe Landon. Maybe Landon Lane. tackle him down there a yeah. little bit. Yeah, it kind of stinks when you get that pool in and it just gushes rain. You know, I'm pissed off because my my yard can't get cut. Your pool can't get any. You know, it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's a, it's a mess. I tell you what. So in the meantime, I've been to Florida. Don't tell anybody. It's been 14 days or 12 days. I've been back now. We're good. So yeah. two, good luck with you guys. Um, but, you know, I played the worst golf course in my life called Shalimar Point 
It was Exposed. right outside. Oh my gosh, it had sand on the greens. It looked like they bleached the greens. It was the worst golf experience of my life in Florida. How does that work? I mean, it was like worse than St. Peter's. And then Friday, I go play a place called Kelly Plantation. I've heard of that. Lou, I would highly recommend this place. A little bit more expensive. Um, but it's worth it. It was worth it. You know, here I'm at Shalimar Point on Tuesday. I think I'm playing this fine course. Next thing you know, I, I break my driver. I get thrown into a pond. It's just, oh, it's a mess. Um, how about the Cardinals? Corona has hit the Cardinals. I was feeling really confident about a week ago. And now... I don't know what to say. Well, like exactly what happened. Carlos Martinez decided to go out. He went to the casino. He probably went to Milwaukee. Next thing you know, he's in the club. You know, just can we blame it all on him or no? No, and I'm I'm going to be honest with you. I think somebody got in St. Louis because we already know that it takes a while when you're asymptomatic to get Jim Edmund test positive. Yeah, it's I. It was probably somebody went to the went to the casino after their. After their game on Sunday yeah, or Saturday, and yeah, exactly. I, I, I want to I want to hope it's not Carlos Martinez because he worked all off season trying to make himself look a lot different than. I'll put a hundred dollars to nothing that it was Lowe's. Maybe there's no question about it. Okay. I think him and probably Bader trying to get a you know trying to get out of his slump. They're going out. Bader's got some issues in the head. He does, doesn't he? Yeah. I mean, is he ever going to be any good? No, and as uh, Al Habrowski says constantly, he's not a big leaguer. He just thinks he is. That's a great way to put it. You know, you see him on his Insta. I mean, he's he's strutting around, looking good. This guy is eating money out of the MLB. He is awful. Yes. Brutal. If Okay, I get John it. Rodriguez is better than Harrison Bader. I don't I even know it. if you know who John Rodriguez not really. is. I get it if you want to be... Al-Rabowski. If you want to play as a defensive replacement, but there's, I mean, you could probably do it better now with the DH in place, but he he can't hit. No, he belongs in Bradenton, Florida, with the Pirates minus A team. I mean, come on. I mean, mm-hmm. but we got up to six Cardinals with Corona. We had the umpire toss the other night. They had to put a mask on. His mask didn't work. Uh, yeah. Did you see that he comes yeah. out? His left wing isn't working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't talk to you unless I put this. The thing Cardinals on. got the first. Uh, got the taste from the Pirates, the first ejection of the year. The manager and the ump had to put both their masks on. Man, that was pl- just fantastic. Wasn't even a player in the dugout. They're sitting oh, out no. in left field, mocking the, making fun of the ump, and ump heard it and kicks about. That's pretty entertaining. It is pretty entertaining. You're going to the lake here, I hear. Tomorrow? Yeah, I'm leaving tomorrow. Man, down there, are you going to go to Coconuts Party Cove? No, not now. No? Maybe when the weather's down, so maybe do a little fishing? Yeah, I bet we'll do a lot of fishing. Yeah. Tomorrow, I am playing my first round of golf with my son, Lando. We're going to go get Pheasant Run for nine. I think you can find us on DraftKings. Uh, I would go ahead and take a little bit of Stein Senior on that one. I'm going to go Steinhoff Senior, five five to seven odds. Ooh, man. I think about five under, man, on that front nine. I'll probably dominate. Um, you got any uh, boats down there at the lake you're going to be cruising on? There, I don't know. I think we're. I think we're getting one, but I'm not sure. Maybe hit up Horny Toad, Shady Gators. Oh, I'm sure they're all packed. Yeah, I bet they are. I can't wait to get a little bit of Lou in them. So let's go back in and let's go ahead and get to kind of what we're all about here. Let's talk about this Corona and Illinois high school sports versus Missouri high school sports. And Lou, can you give us kind of a rundown of what the heck is happening here? So Illinois ruled on Wednesday that their fall sports that are contact sports are not going to happen until the spring. That'll be football, boys, soccer, and volleyball. They're allowing golf and cross country this fall, and smart. 
Yeah, so basically they'll have that in the spring. The spring sports are going to get moved to the summer. They created a summer season for them. And winter sports right now are still the same. Missouri, they, they, they're going full ahead. They said all fall sports are still on, and it doesn't matter what. Can Kirkwood play Webster Groves in, like, a virtual online, like, football game? Like, 2K? Can we get, like, the, the Kirkwood football yeah, team? Yeah, get Madden 21. That would be great. You know, get all those St. Louis teams and give them an opportunity to play online. Absolutely. That would be really cool. Man, I feel so bad for those kids not being able to enjoy this. But, I mean, what do you do? I don't know. I want to make a point that uh, to all the people that think that the state of Missouri revolves around St. Louis, it doesn't. Obviously, it does not. Michigan will not care if St. Louis is going to play or not. They're going to continue on to season. What about the idea of moving just St. Louis football to the spring? Not going to work. No? No. Why? Because look at, like, Lutheran North. They're playing teams from Illinois. Well, I mean, that would work if they're playing the like East St. Louis nine weeks. It, it, it could work, but who else are you going to be able to play? I know there's a lot of teams that are – or a lot of states that are going to play in the spring, but that's a lot of travel you're going to have. It is. And does anybody have the right answer? Not right now. I mean, Mike Tyson might. He's back into boxing. Yeah, I heard. What do you think about Mike Tyson? Well, um, playing fighting against Roy Jones Jr. in the undercard of a YouTube fight. Um, How the heck do you order that? I don't know, but we're having Nate Robinson, the NBA player, going against the against, going against Jake Paul. Little Nate, I would love to play Nate Robinson one on one in my driveway. Like oh, tomorrow. That would be interesting. He, little Nate, you'd probably take his shirt off, do a dunk contest <laughs> yeah, thing. Exactly. Can you imagine? Who do you think is the highest? Well, you know, Floyd Mayweather is obviously the highest paid boxer in the world. Uh-huh. Who's second? I want to say Conor McGregor. No, nope, George Foreman, because he made that grill. Third, True. Manny Pacquiao, worth $200 million. That would Fourth, be my next guess. Oscar De La Hoya, worth $200 million. Lennox Lewis comes When's in When's the last fifth. time Oscar De La Hoya has been in the boxing ring? I don't know, but Oscar De La Hoya should have made something up like the George Foreman grill. Like, he needed, like, the Weber Kettle De La Hoya. Uh-huh. Because he would I mean, he made so much money boxing. All he had to do was throw out something dumb, and he'd have been... A quadrillion. I mean, he would have been Hoya grill tools. Or yeah, something. like like he, yeah. You know, George Foreman makes the grill and he makes the the, the, the spatulas yeah. or the tongs, like the De La Hoya tongs. Scraper. Uh-huh. Yeah, the La Hoya scraper. I mean, he would have been a millionaire. Uh huh. See the things we miss out on. And obviously, if you didn't know, Sugar Ray Leonard comes in at sixth all time with 120 million in his bank account. So Blues playoff hockey is back. One game versus Colorado. Tell me what you think the Blues outcome here is going to be in the next month and a half, six to eight weeks. I think they're going to recover from this. I think I, I'm not going to say guaranteed, but I'm feeling pretty confident they'll make it to the Western Conference Final where we'll see Colorado again, and I don't know what it's going to be after that. Yeah, I think the Blues are going to be just fine. I think this actually does wonders for them. Let's talk about the bubble. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the bubbles? We got what? We got the NBA, we got the NHL, we got the WNBA. NBA's kind of had a little bit of an issue with a, a guy stepping out of the box. They've had a couple players step yeah. out of the box. Lou Williams loves chicken wings. Uh-huh. And he loves chicken wings from a certain establishment there. You know, it's kind of obvious, you know, when you would go to the, you know, you're out of the bubble, you're hungry, you want to get some wings, maybe a burger. There was a tweet the other day. I saw this. It said it was a picture of Lou Williams, what happened with him, and a picture of Alex Caruso not leaving. And it said one team's led by Kawhi Leonard, the other's led by LeBron James. <laughs> I mean, it's awesome stuff. I mean, because LeBron. Ron wouldn't even let Alex Crusoe leave for his sister's wedding. I know. I mean, obviously, I go to Larry's for the burger. I go to Scarlett's for the cheesecake. I mean, it's just it's kind of what you do, and, and I don't I don't see that anything that he did was wrong. But when you're in the bubble, you better continue. When you're out of the bubble, let's stay away from the wings. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and move on to St. Charles West 
and high school in general and fall sports. I know we touched on it, but let's talk about fall sports, school, fall. I mean, we're talking August 24th here. We're talking August 10th fall sports are kicking off. In your opinion, what is this going to look like in St. Charles? I think St. Charles County is going to get lucky. I don't think anybody's going to get their season canceled. For West in particular, we're going to get lucky, I think, because look at football. We dropped all our St. Louis County schools that were playing in football before the year started. So our schedule is not necessarily involved in what could have been a mess here? Yes. Okay. No, Are there any schools in, like, Zumwalt North, the Howells? I mean, they had to be playing some schools in Zumwalt North, I think, is going to be in a little bit of trouble as well as Howell. Um, I know in other sports, particularly volleyball, I think there's a couple schools that are screwed. Like I think Howell North is a big one. I think they play a lot of St. Louis County schools. They're kind of in trouble. Um, I, I Football, I think we're going to see some schedule changing St. Charles County. But I would not be surprised if schools just started playing GAC schools for Natsuda, you play the entire year. Right. And I think it's going to even turn into amateur sports. Like me, I'm thinking feeder system. You know, all these high school basketball programs always start their feeder system. You know, their tryouts are in June, July, August, September, October. They start playing in November. I don't see, with the facilities open, I mean, the public schools are probably going to wait to open the facilities for these CNR programs until maybe after the first of the year. I'm thinking that winter basketball for like the younger kids is probably not going to be something that happens until January um, because right now there's no place to play. And, and, and I have a big problem with that because there's nothing we can do as public schools, but the amount of facilities that are available for kids to play in basketball, baseball, softball, there's just nothing. And that, that stinks. And mm. I don't know when that's going to change. Yeah, I, I would, I would agree with that. I, yeah. I, I'm, we don't know how it's going to look in the winter. I think we're, we just got to take it one season at a time right and i really hope that these private schools the duchens the cbc's the slew highs the o'fallon christians the saint dominic's there's enough of them that have control over their facilities that they would let us maybe some more time because if you take the public schools out of hosting feeder basketball this is going to be a mess Mm -hmm. is that a little tangent i just went on Mm -hmm. because i'm not sure how that's going to work I mean, what if you have no facilities at High or West or Zoom Waltz? These kids are going to be sitting at home even more time. And I, and I hope by second semester we can we can figure that out and, and it's safe. But who knows? I mean, it's just kind of what it is. How long do you think school will go before it gets canceled? Three or gets and a half stopped? weeks. How many? Three and a half. Three and a half, yeah, I would say about a month. Yeah. And, I mean, it's it just – I feel sorry for the school district that's going to have the first issue because they're going to set the standard for everybody else. But – what do you do? I it's mean, not going to be the first issue that's going to shut someone down. It's going to be the issue that poop hits the fan and it, it gets out of proportion. Right. It's not going to be the first positive test because they're going to try to say we're going to get through this. And then once you get about, I'd say, where you're going to end up needing to get half the school quarantine, that's where you're going to shut down. Yeah. And are you a believer in the more tests, the more positive cases? I mean, kind of. Yeah. I mean, so if a school goes down, that's, you know, let's say it's Zumwalt West. That's 3,000 people getting tested. Because that's yeah. teachers, kids. Yeah. 6,000 if you double it for the people they've been in contact with. Uh-huh, exactly. It's going it, to – they're trying to avoid saying this out loud, but it's going to end up happening where an entire school is going to get quarantined. Right. And would it you, might happen really quickly. Would you rather be a teacher, a principal, a superintendent, or a custodian? <laughs> at this teacher. Time? Teacher? Teacher. Yeah. Why? Because, well, one, I'm not making decisions on school oh, every day. 100% correct. Two, well, you're not sanitizing the school, which is true. the most important part. True, but 
Thanks for the custodians for doing that. Absolutely. And if you're a superintendent, you're making the decisions. Uh-huh. I mean, I think a teacher right now is safe. If you were a teacher and you were 27 years old, would you – and they gave you the option of teaching the online kids at home or teaching a classroom of 22 students, what would you pick? I'd pick the classroom, honestly. I would too. Yeah. I miss that. I mean, that's what I do. You know, and I think that – that's kind of what I look forward to, but you got to know, like at 27 years old, unless you have an underlying condition, you're probably going to be all right. Absolutely. What like, about the private schools around town? I've heard a couple of private schools around town are not opening because their teachers are deciding to not go back to school. And there's so many public schools that have these online teacher options open uh-huh. plus sub long-term subs. They have these subs that can come in They're They're just throwing jobs out to people who have 60 plus hours or not to get those jobs. Uh-huh. I mean, the private schools might be hurting because those, those teachers might be going to the public sector to work. Well, the way I look at it, Halloween, and I'm not as educated as you on this, but why would there be any advantage to go to the public school? Because then you have, I wouldn't say less of a say, but you have a more likely chance to shut down, honestly. The money. It's just sure. such a difference as far as the money goes. You know, what a, what a great topic. I'm throwing a, what are you, 16? 17. 17-year-old into this topic. And it, it's, a, it's a great topic because I see it around town. The and, way I see it with the public schools is that you're not I wouldn't say you wouldn't have a say as a teacher but the teachers union is going to most likely have your say for you absolutely where to private schools it's not it's more up to each individual principal right and there's just more leniency in the in the private school sector but I I just feel like there's going to be some of these private school teachers leaving to go work in the public school because it's the pay is so different it's going to be crazy to see how this all kind of works out Uh and then you got 10% of the teachers in every building who are going to say I'm not coming back you got, you know, let's say there's 21 first graders who are going virtual. Now that teacher who's going to teach those 21 kids is now teaching third grade because there's a need. It's going to be a mess. Uh-huh. But a good mess. I mean, you just have to take a positive look at it. You as a student, online, in in school, what are the pros and cons? Have you, have you thought like about it? I would like to say, first off, as a teacher, I'd want to be a high school teacher, though. Yeah? Yeah. Why? Because you're teaching high school kids. Because you're could, making a difference to yeah. kids that are going to remember I mean, I it. wouldn't mind doing, like, fourth grade. I right. could not do middle school. No, middle school would not be an option for me. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. I couldn't do anything below fourth grade, but I could do fifth, fourth or fifth. So why would you choose online if, let's say, you you decided to? Like, what are the pros and cons of online and then going to school? I mean, I mean every school, high school kid, I mean, you're going to be a senior. I mean, this is on every high school kid's mind. Well, you get to see everybody if you go in school every day. So and the I mean, social aspect is huge. I yeah, think ab- so. Absolutely. I think that I think just being in school, like in person, just brings a lot more positivity right. to your life. And um, I think everybody was just getting tired of being quarantined and having online classes. I don't think that's a very good advantage. I think a lot of people were fed up with it and weren't in great moods. What would you say if a if someone came to you in the public and said, Hey, you're gonna be a senior in high school these teachers who teach you would rather teach online because it's less stressful. Do you think that's fair or not fair? Do you think that's oh, totally I don't fabricated? That's, I don't. I think that's totally fabricated. I, I, I hope, you especially say that. in our district where we're not. Tech, we don't. If you make, if you do good in your first three years and you pass all your classes, your senior year is the easiest year, and it's not even right. close. And I think so the same thing. I think a lot of people outside of the teacher union think, oh, these teachers want to stay home. I am fearful of staying home and teaching online because that's not what I signed up for. I want to be in the classroom making a difference, seeing my face every day. That freaks me out, Mm -hmm. you know, as a teacher. And I I really hope that we don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. But as a student, it's good to hear your perspective is coming back in there. Iggy, what do you think about the whole COVID teaching, sending the kids back? Um, I think the kids will benefit from being in school. 
Um, from an education perspective, obviously it's risky, um, but um, you know my daughter um, this past year having to essentially be her teacher. Right. Um, she would definitely benefit from a real teacher versus well, and even teacher our perspective. You know, we have two teachers in the house, and we're trying to teach an eight-year-old and a seven-year-old, and you know, many a times, you know, you're not like my teacher at school. It doesn't matter. I mean, you're a parent. There's a difference between a parent and an educator. And my biggest fear with these parents and these jobs is these school districts that are going to like two days on, three, you know, it's going to be a, a really messy deal. And, uh, and I just hope that everybody can take a positive attitude into a fact that nothing ever in the next six months is going to be normal. And we have to figure that out, kids, parents, kids at school. But I, I really do feel bad for the kids that are in school that, that miss that opportunity. What's with interesting their to me is – Almost every student I've talked to wants to go to school in person. Right. I don't think I've heard anybody say I'd want to go virtual. I think everybody had the two months of virtual, and it was bad. Yeah. You know, we went on a rant for that for a little bit, but I think it's necessary. I think it's necessary mm-hmm. for the public to understand three totally random perspectives yeah. of what's going on. And so, the good thing with our school district is that we have a great superintendent who will make the right decision for us no matter what it is. Well, I think positivity and enthusiasm will be the first two things I put on my application and anything I ever do. And maybe throw relationships on the side of that. Mm-hmm. But he is the most enthusiastic, positive man that I have met in our school district in a long time. Uh-huh. And during these times, it's almost like he kind of got the job at the right time. Absolutely. Because I'm not sure too many others would have been able to go through this. Uh-huh. Um, and he has the support of not only, like you said, the students in the school, but you know, the parents, the, the principals, he's, he's just a positive dude. And that that's, that's awesome. So let's get back to the, these bubbles. You know, we have, um, obviously the WNBA is going through it. Um, do you think the bubble would have been good Lou for baseball? Yes. And, you know, and I, you think, yes, you said the whole weather yes, but thing it would have been too complicated. Yeah. Just too many teams. Uh huh. Two and a half hour, three hour games. Uh-huh. I mean, how do you do that? It wouldn't have worked. Yeah. Out. And I have, the only I agree. way you would have done it was like playing on spring training backfields, basically. Well, and, I, and I think they kind of let themselves go with that sport being the fact that it's a sport that didn't start, so they got to try to do the whole thing. I mean, you're talking about NHL we're watching today. I mean, they're in the playoffs. You know, mm-hmm. NBA's a week or two away from the playoffs. Golf is an individual sport. So baseball is going to get the, the blunt of this. And um, you know what? I'm going to say this straightforward. It's totally the commissioner's fault. They wrote out that player safety protocol so horrifically for the players that they said they have, they had everything lined out in case positive tests like this came up with the Cardinals and the Marlins. I'm, I'm going to say this pretty bluntly. Rob Manfred has lied to baseball fans' face plenty of times before, and I don't believe him this time either. I think the season's going to shut down within the next week. I'd rather not, but Rob Manfred has no clue what he's doing. He, he's such a horrific commissioner. I agree with you. What's the interest in baseball from a teenager's perspective? Like, if you went to your friend's house tonight, would they watch Major League Baseball? Uh, it would depend who it is. I don't think so. I think... Would they watch nine innings of it, or would they no, fart around not. and watch... You know, I, I just don't think it's it's not healthy enough the for The average younger. teenager, no. no. If, you, if you're an athlete that doesn't play baseball, no. Right. So if you're 17 years old, you're watching the NBA first? Typically. Personally, me, no, but well, if I'm at a friend's house, yeah. yeah. NBA first. Mm-hmm. And then what's next? Hockey. Blues are on. They're watching. Most likely, yes. And if the Blues are playing and the Cardinals are watching, they're watching the Blues? I'd say so. Yeah. And if the NBA is on and the Cardinals are on, they're watching LeBron? Yeah. If well, LeBron's if LeBron, on, they're watching LeBron. LeBron. Yeah. yeah. Okay. See, I think that's where it, the sports are going these days is baseball's taking a back seat. Mm-hmm. I don't think baseball's going to be able to survive from this. I agree, but 
you also, I think, personally, me, I think baseball brings so much more attention when it's in the playoffs because you're in a perfect time for it where NFL's not really as big. NBA and NHL are only starting their season. That's when they have the least amount of attention. Right. So when MLB playoffs are on, people watch. Because they're in the house, it's cold, and that's, that's the only thing on. Yes. Let's it, talk NFL. Do you think NFL is going to happen? Yes, but I also believe they're going to have to go to a bubble, which will probably be too complicated. I just think it's going to be a cluster. That's what I'm saying. I mean, too many. There's How many guys are in an NFL roster? 90? 53. 53? During the regular season. 53. 53. I mean, do the math. We can't even get through. I, I, that's not going to work. They're gonna, if they're going to do it. They're gonna have to flip. They're gonna have to change the schedule where it's gonna have to be teams on the West Coast play West Coast and teams on the East Coast play East Coast. They may even have to do like four bubbles where eight teams play in one bubble. That might be. Can how you they imagine do. how much money that's gonna cost? The entire like DraftKings, FanDuel, NFL. I mean, the amount mm-hmm. of money that is spent in that five month period on NFL, the gambling, and everything else. See, the with the rights. NFL, I don't know if it's gonna be worth it. That's the problem. Think so. The NBA. I say it's worth it because, one, they got lucky that they got to go to Disney World, and they were able to do that. NHL got lucky that Canada's government was able to let them play in two different hub cities. The MLB and the NFL is just too complicated. It is. There's just too much, too many people involved. I mean, how do you, you know, it's just not going to work. I tell you what, is there anything that grinds your gears? About what? Anything in life. You know, Corona. Um, what's going on? Anything well, grind your yeah, gears? Yeah, Corona absolutely grinds my gears because it should should have never happened. But that's a discussion I won't have on air. Well, why not? For political reasons. Oh, man. We, we can't go politics <laughs> yeah. on here, I tell you. We, yeah. we can't do that. We might be here all night long. Exactly. You know? Um, think, well, as a Blues fan, one thing that boils my blood still to this day is Brett Seabrook trying to chop off David Vax's head in the playoffs. I think in thirteen fourteen that was that still grinds your gears a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, that was because that team was good. and They should have probably made a run. Backus was knocked out cold on the ice, and seeing Jonathan Taves tell Backus to wake, go wakey wakey. As a captain, you should never do that. No, he went wakey wakey. No. Yeah. Um. Man. What else boils my blood? Um. I'd say the Cardinals' performance in the NLCS last year. Yeah, that boy. That I think they'd have been better off losing to the Braves. Well, I, I knew they weren't going to beat the Nationals because we would have gotten swept in the World Series if we did. But Let's talk some golf. Justin Thomas becomes the world number one today. That was as good of a round as he could have played, too. And he just kind of stayed there and then stayed there uh-huh. and stayed there. Yeah, and, people, and I, I was thinking Kepka's going to win. People were saying all over, Kepka's going to win today. And Kepka shit his pants. He did, on, especially that tee shot on 18. He's lucky he wasn't wearing white pants. Yeah, he wasn't. That's right. I mean, he just completely shit his pants. I but tell you he what. can't go for the three-peat at the PGA Championship. He can't. He's ready. I almost think he lost on purpose. Maybe. Like he didn't want to lose. You know, he's like, oh, I'll be there next week. That's a that's a, a real Tiger move right there. It is. What will Tiger do next week? Uh, Tiger will finish 36th. He's He has really good history at this course, but the problem is it's going to be 65 degrees all week. Why? San Francisco. Why? Because uh, August... Well, is that how San Francisco weather is? Basically. That's going to be his problem, so it's not going to work well for his back now. But it, the, the course sets up well for him. I know that. But. So we'll end the, in the podcast tonight. A little SCW basketball update. Why not? You know, in general. Really? Um, Lou's been around in some practices, but just a little Only update. Only person wearing a mask. And that's right. Thanks, uh, Mom. Uh, well, the last couple of weeks, we've all been wearing them a little bit here. But 
as we get to you know some, just some details on the Estilla basket, we're back practicing a little bit. We do have a couple of transfers who are in that are solidifying that four spot uh-huh. that I know Lou's seen in practice, and we're just hoping we get to play this year. You know, we are one of those teams in the bubble. I guess I call it the bubble that. Um, it has a chance to be pretty good, and these seniors have worked their tails off to get to this point. I'll tell you what, basketball fans, you're going to see our schedule be a little bit different this year, but Chuck here, he made this schedule really interesting. Let's it, get it. Look, Talk to me is, about it. This is going to be an interesting year. We got, we're keeping all the same tournaments, but we added some non-conference teams that are, I'm going to say are pretty good, or playing a potential Class 3 state contender in O'Fallon Christian. Boom. That's... I mean, they're going to be really stinking they're gonna good. They're going to be this great. Year. We're playing, I think, Troy on senior night. They're they're going to be it's under Troy. the radar good. It's like back to Kish Willis days. Yeah, they're going to be good. Steinhoff's trying to get the old schedule back. Uh-huh. Uh, we kept St. Dominic, which I think that's on their senior night, and they're they're going to be locked and loaded Tough. again. They're reloading. Or not reloading, but they've got most of the Everybody same team back. back. Uh, keep the same. Is Borgia in the mix? Yeah, Borgia's in the mix. Oh, here we go. Now... That I thought last year they weren't going to be good. They pulled out a 500 it's schedule. Borgia. But th- it's Borgia. I, I don't. Do we go down there? Yeah, we do on a Tuesday oh, night. Here I we think. go, baby. Who else yeah. we got? I mean, this is this looks like 95, 96 all over again. Yeah. It, I don't. I want to test these kids. You know why? Because they put the time in, and they need to be tested. Uh-huh. But it's going to be a heck of a schedule, those and teams you mentioned. It, what's gonna Vianney be, still on there? Oh, that's a good question, are they? I don't know. It's COVID. I haven't looked at well, it. Well. I don't think so. Okay, well, because uh, I don't like they're making that trade down too. there. Yeah, they're they're gonna tech there last year. Yeah, that wasn't exactly your fault though. But uh, I think the good thing about you testing us is that we could get either really lucky or really unlucky in the playoffs with the new system they have, where they're doing going back six years for the private schools right. and ranking them. Because the big question mark for our district is: Do we get St. Dominic in it or not? Right. It's the huge question. Yeah. Because if we what are your thoughts on that? If we don't get St. Dominic, it's almost a guaranteed district championship because I think we're better than high now. Ooh, that, that's, pretty strong. Gonna, that's pretty strong guarantee there. Oh. But um, if they are, then I have to cut that out for poster material. He's gonna have that. He's gonna have that up in his locker room. I'm biased though. Let's, let's remember that. I think they're gonna be great. They're gonna be a great challenge for us. Yeah, well, they're they gonna really do. They're gonna be, they got a lot of length. Uh huh. Well, yeah, and but if. So it could I see it going two ways. It could be either we get in a district with Orchard Farm and Duchenne, which Orchard Farm under the radar team. Yep. Uh, or I could see us being in a district with High and Dominic, which will be a lot which a will be very story. competitive. Yeah. Yeah. That will uh, And when and for the audience out there, when do they come up with those district assignments? Um geez, it, it's a while away. It's it, almost right before the season starts, it's right? It's usually the week of our jamboree. Usually Lou comes up and says, Hey, got it got something to tell you. Yeah, it's usually well. They usually release them at seven in the morning. Yeah, so I'm walking into school looking at them, and yeah, well, it's, and then the fall ones I think come out a week before, and that's going to be interesting for football too because same question with them. Will they get Lutheran or St. Charles? Right, and that's the bigger wild card because I could see if you, you're gonna have to, everybody's gonna have to look at their schedule online. You, it's not on our website, but you can look on us to high school sports or our Misha page. Go find it. Yeah. If you look at it, you may think this might be a tough year because of what we lost last year, but I'm going to tell you right now, I think we'll go seven and two in the Ooh. regular season, but the two losses are toss up games. And they're the first two games of the season against St. Dominic and Cape. Look at Lou. Lou's already thinking about this stuff. I love it. Getting into this season that might happen, might not. We're all looking forward to it. So 
tonight we gave you a lot. I mean, we started with excited, you know, the Blues, you know, losing. I've been in Florida. We talked about the Cardinals. Obviously, we talked about Carlos Martinez and the Corona. We talked about Illinois sports versus Missouri sports. And we did a, a great job of even tossing back Mike Tyson around the room and, you know, getting back to Justin Thomas and all these kind of things um, tonight. If you have to fight it, Mike Tyson for $100 million, would you go in there? Absolutely. I would take one punch. I'd go down. If I die, I die. But if not, I'm a And if he dies, he dies. Yeah, and I'll take him out with me afterwards. No big deal. $100 million. <laughs> I would do anything for $100 million. Okay. And we don't even get into what that would be, but good golly, <laughs> I would do anything for $100 million. Okay. So, glad to be back. Iggy, fantastic job tonight on the ones and twos. Lou, good to have you back in the basement. Good Missed to be it. back. Good to be back. Thank you, everybody. This is Chuck and Lou and Iggy. What's up, It was good. Hello, two.